Where is the love, the agape love of God? This is a part of Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voyage of Dominion broadcast, and we bring it hard. Let's go, as they say in the sports realm. Let's go. Um, and I've been giving my testimony for the prior two weeks, and this is uh, week number three in my testimony. We up to uh, nineteen uh, ninety-two and a half somewhere in there. And if you listen to these shows, you know, and and Donny Hathaway and Roberta Flack took me back to. I heard this this song. It just came up in my spirit. Before I get ready to minister, I always have a song that the Holy Spirit gives me to play, which kind of exhibits um, or or patronizes the message that I want to get. Where's the love? And the past two shows, go back and listen to them. You can find them on uh, Pandora. You can find them on uh, Spotify. You can find them on Anchor.fm. you can find them on all of your Apple podcasts. You can find them, Apostle Chris Ward, Voice of Dominion. And if you hear Donny Hathaway, the music Donny Hathaway, and Roberta Flack singing Where's the Love, then you'll know this is, and I may even continue this next month because I don't know how far I'll get. Right now, I'm only uh, less than seven years into my journey and my 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 trek to be in the position that I'm in now, which is pretty good one. Of course, I got some things that I want to be changed and I'm believing God by faith through the sovereign supernatural faith of the kingdom of God to, to change them. But from a ministry standpoint and a development standpoint, I'm right where God wants me to be. And that's a, that's a solemn um, agape revelation that God loves you and that when you submit yourself to the Lord, the thing that happens, it says the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. The steps of a righteous woman are ordered of the Lord. So my, no matter how much you kick and scream and try to run, he, he has you on ordered steps. Now, he's saying to me a thousand times that he's taking me into a supernatural place of unlimited provision abundance, increase, prosperity, wealth, and riches. Father, I believe I receive it. He's taking me into a place of supernatural wisdom, James chapter 1. We're going to read that in just a second. Supernatural wisdom, enlightenment, understanding, and then the application of it to cause the manifestation of the supernatural, which is can be financial. It can be the supernatural manifestation of health. That starts in your mind how you think. And out of the Bible says, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. That's your soul speaking. That's not your reclaimed, renewed, born again spirit speaking. Because that's that's out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Now, that can be your born again speaking, but your soul has to be in line with it. And there's so much that has to take place to get that to take place. For you to die, I die daily, yet nevertheless Christ in me, the hope of glory liveth. To comprehend, the Bible says, who can comprehend the love of God? It's width, it's depth, and how long? It's it's forever, it's eternal. The blood of Jesus gave us access to an eternal uh, covenant of goodness. The Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. 
We have un, unmetered favor and grace. What is that? You can't earn that. In your, your lifetime earnings, if you live to be 9 million years old, you can't earn God's grace, grace and mercy and favor and goodness. It's a free gift through the salvation of Jesus Christ. Why do I say nine million dollars? Nine million years, because the Earth is five hundred million years old. God is the is is the ageless one. <laughs> he ain't got no limits. He ain't got no birthday, and he certainly don't have no 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 date of death. Hello, he's the eternal God. Hallelujah. I feel my help in the studio today. He's and better yet. He's my God. He's in agape love. But in some of the prior, we started talking about the, the, there's four definitions for love. One is agape. That's God. The Bible says God is love. That word there is agape, which is what unconditional, limitless, forgives all, loves all, even if you turn your back on him, he going to love you anyway. He'll be looking for a way to bring you back. Oh, my God. Is there a love like that in the universe? Agape love. His name is Jesus. We see it through Jesus when he came here. Jesus came as an example of agape love to work with all the sinful men and to separate and divide those who will and those who won't. Okay. Then you have phileo love. Phileo friendship. My friend is here with me. See, you see people they greet you. You see the Jews when they greet each other and they friends. The shalomi, my friend, they kissing each other's cheek. Come here over here, kiss my cheek. Shalom. Come on, shalom. That's what they say, right? Yeah, they say shalom. shalom. Uh huh. And they kiss one another and hug one another. Come on here, let me practice. You come on over here now. Don't make me stop the show to come over there. All right, shalom to you anyway. So phileo <laughs> is friendship love. And then you have storge love. What's With that? Family, children. Family, storge. And it includes children every time. Okay. Storge, like stork. You know, that's, where we, that's the Greek word we get the word stork from. It's family, and normally when you think about a stork, he's carrying what? What is he carrying? What's the picture? Carrying a baby. Carrying a baby, okay. And then you have that infamous, oh, my God, the last definition that got more men's and women's in trouble. It's called eros. It's the one we get erotica from. You like erotic pictures? I think I did, because at 12 years old, I was uh, rather independent and uh, just giving my testimony. This is before, this is before, this is some of the stuff that God had to bring me out of. Uh, I was ordering Hustler, which was a nasty magazine, and Playboy. And and I would get, my mother would work until six, so the mail would come, and I'd get all the mail and stuff before she got home, and I was ordering nasty magazines coming to the house and I'll never forget one day she uh, was making up my bed I guess she took all the, the linen covers everything off the mattress and one of the magazines fell out and I came home I'll never forget this, this was about, I was about 12 or 13 in junior high and my mother said 
I cleaned out everything that was under your mattress with your nasty self. You, and, and, you know, I have had my own money. And I had my own car, and I used to go down to the, there was a, pornograph, a pornography house. It was a movie you go to, and they would have hardcore pornography in there. And with me being a big kid, the man was letting me in. So I had some deep-seated things with this Eros thing that's operating, okay? Between a man and a woman, it's, it's, it's perfectly ordained by, by God through marriage, okay? And, and God talks about that. If it's not offensive to one or the other, it's acceptable. There are no limits, Okay except for a third party animals and and stuff offered to idols and, and all that. I'm not here to teach it that. I'm here to give my testimony. So you have eros, erotic love, which is the touching and fondling of people, okay, with the idea of having sexual relations, okay? That's what that eros means. So you got the four kinds of love. But... um you know, I had gotten to the place in my in the last show that we did where I literally lost my mind. And the, the Spirit of God, uh, the devil got in the back seat with me. I had fasted and had come upon some harder times than I had anticipated for longer than I anticipated. Because that three and a half year period I was in the street, God didn't tell me how long it was going to be. And I have one of my servants now who's going through that. He went into the street willfully because actually he lost his place. He was trying to hang on to it, trying to get the government to, you know, file for government assistance and all that. I said, man, let that stuff go. God will provide for you. And he knew what was coming. He saw it. He was running from it. Because how do you get to be 33, 34 years old and you never had your own place before? You've never been able to cover, cover your own head. Because you refuse to keep a job long enough to do what's necessary. And so now all that needs to be broken to him. So he's going through that. And I'm, I hope I'm a great source of encouragement for him to get it done. Uh, but I lost my mind. And the devil came in the backseat and said, I got you. And the Holy Spirit said, I told you I'd never leave you nor forsake you. And the Holy Spirit refilled me. And through all that crying and tears and this bent up face that I was looking at in the mirror, the Holy Spirit came in and he refilled me with the Spirit. And the Bible says, Paul talks about be being filled. I was be being filled. My being was being refilled with the Holy Spirit. And from that day on, I'm, I was marching at a new group. I, I stepped into a new dimension of God, made it through that night. Shortly after that, Rodney King came and got. I got a call from my father's uh, estate attorney. And he said, listen, we have your father's estate because a year and a half ago I had left. And now they had to sell his estate. And I had to, I was the executive of his estate, so I had to sign everything. He said, I said, well, he said, listen, I'm going to send you $500. I'm showing you the providence of God, how he can get you money when you need to have it. Okay. Because I was a tither. I was given 10% plus of my money, even while I was in the street. And I told myself, wire the money to me. He wired it to me. I got in that 76 Cadillac, and I went home. And about the second or third day that I actually, after I got back, after I took that trip, uh, the police up in Simi Valley beat, beat up Rodney King, and all the streets in L.A. was on fire. 
See how God, how provident God can be. You may not understand the circumstances that you're in, but if you stay with God, you will come out. He will protect you. And eventually you will graduate. And I'm looking to graduate right now as an apostle and prophet into full time supernatural manifestation. Oh, love. read uh, James chapter one for me quickly. James chapter one, verse one, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes, which are scattered abroad. Greeting my brother count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. Stop right there. So a servant falling into diverse temptations. So I'm saying to you, they're not accidental. Okay. God is not going to give the devil control of you. He will let allow the devil to test you. Like he did with the with the with the with the COVID pandemic, it was a test. God didn't say, "I will create COVID and I will send them down and I will kill 15 million people." He came. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He allowed it. He saw what they was doing in the United States and in China, creating a a a a, a, a disease that was sick mankind came from animals and reproduced itself. And change its DNA so it could be alive, even when man, made, when the man-made stuff came up to try to fight it. That's why we had all these different strains. Oh my God! And so God's not going to sick you. In the, he will allow you to go through this. Count it all joy that He loves you enough to count you worthy to be a servant. And and can I give you another revelation? This is an apostolic revelation. This is coming from an apostle. Everybody has to go. This is going to have to take this journey. Not one Christian going to get away. You're not going to live in the world's finest. Eat, drink, sleep, do everything. Let your flesh and your soul be totally outside of Christ. Receive Christ in your, in your heart, in your soul. And then you think you're going to go back and live that way and leave God out. God is selfish. He created you in Psalms 139 in the past show to be a servant for him. It says before the foundations of the world, he knew you. He knew your reins. That's the inner workings of your soul, your emotions, your, 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 your will, your, 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 your conscious and subconscious mind. Your imagination. He knew all of that about you before you was born because he created it. To, all of that had to be has to be transformed and harnessed through circumstances. So you can be a servant. Woo! That's the apostolic right there. Thank you, Lord. He's in the room with me. If he ain't in your room, something wrong with it. You need to get in the room. You can receive Jesus Christ right now. Make that altar call right now. Just repeat after me. Dear God, forgive me for my sins. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Live inside of me. Be Lord over my life. Fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit overflowing. Give me dreams and visions of my purpose of why you created me. Amen. Amen. Now, if you listen to the show on on Spotify, Pandora, Anchor FM, Apple, you can run that back. She went kind of fast. Okay. Guess what? Or you can come visit us at 9815 South Vermont Avenue at the Do Right Christian Church at 930 every Saturday morning. You can watch us on YouTube and we want you to come so we can lead you, pray for you to get filled with the Holy Spirit. So you can get filled with the Holy Spirit. 
so you can get filled with the Holy Spirit, evidence by speaking in other tongues. Okay. And so where was I? I got excited. I got a little excited there. Was what was I talking about? Oh, read James chapter one, verse two. Right. Okay. Verse two. Which one did you go to? To three. James one. James one. Okay. Three. I'm, okay. Go ahead. Three. With three. Okay. What did it start to? My brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Okay, stop right there. So for God to bring you, he said he would, in Philippians 4, I think it is, he said he would meet your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But that you will be entire and perfect, that word entire, the entire body, spirit, and soul will be sanctified to to his work will be sanctified to his purpose will be sanctified to his purpose and that you will be entire wanting nothing so i'm i'm in a place right now where everything i have gone through in 31 years i'm going into a place where i want nothing because what happens is when you begin to live by faith the eyes of your expectation which is hope Christ in us, the hope of glory. You heard that a million times. You've been in church. What does that mean? I'm expecting God to do something new, something else, something more. And the minute you have the moral conviction and the solid fortitude to stay in that place, it's like putting on a pair of binoculars and coming into focus. You begin to have dreams and visions and you can see this stuff happening. Woo! Hallelujah! Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I went by my friend laughing at me, but I passed the ambulance and I'm like, man, get on here. I got to go do, <laughs> got to go do these radio shows and all that noise. And I always roll the window up or stick my finger in there. Woo, woo, it's an emergency. That you will be entire and perfect, wanting nothing. That is a big statement. Read that again. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Keep going. Verse four, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Ooh, wait a minute. Let pa- Listen, when you mix patience with supernatural kingdom faith in the sovereign God to do something. Power is what comes out of it. You start, at that point, you start drinking from the supernatural baby bottle. You ever said, baby, he's on a real nipple or he on a bottle, on a, a nipple on a bottle. He's, and, and pretty soon he'll grab it. he put both hands on it, like, let me control this thing now. You start getting milk. You, Bible says, uh, tasted great. Oh man, I have a, what is that scripture? Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, help me remember. Thou did drink from the pure blood of the grape. In other words, that grape juice, fresh grapes, and you squeeze them, and you drank that. And if you leave it alone, put some yeast in there, it turned into some good wines. What's up? What's out there now? You start to drink from the supernatural. Keep going. One more verse. Verse five. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Stop right there. Wisdom is the milk off the breast of the Holy Spirit to you. He'll begin to feed you with insight and wisdom. 
and understanding. He'll give you an understanding heart. So see, that's where all this is coming from. I'm telling you, listen, you're not, you, if you're not pleasing to God, if you're not walking by faith and you're not letting, allowing him to change your life into the express image of Jesus Christ. See, and a lot of people, and when you stop, you become religious at that point. Your power and your relationship is affected and you pray, but nothing happens. You want, but you don't get. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind. I've been 31 years in and I'm asking God for a house, uh, multiple houses for my personal consumption and the personal consumption of the people that I most love in this earth. Say, hey, man. Amen. Say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And all of my ministry benef benefactors, people who give to the ministry, I'm believing God for them to get their own house. Some of them don't want their own house. Some of them want their own house. They want it paid for, but they don't want to pay for it. They don't want to pay spiritually, which is the, ne the necessary to create the miracle power that will give you a paid for house. I'm believing for two right now. Okay? Two paid for houses. So I had come off the street, went back to uh, Columbus, Ohio, because that's where actually the, the lawyer was in Dayton, but I had to drive to Dayton to sign the paperwork, and, and he gave me enough money to get back, and I stayed with some friends in Columbus because they invited me to stay there because their, their family had some issues, and I hope they're all doing well now. One of the sisters passed away, but um, tragically, and... Uh, it's a thing now where, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I, I won't call any names, but I love them. Um, we were close friends and acquaintances, very intimate acquaintances in, in college. And at that point, her she was having some issues and she knew I was spiritual. You see, when people will call on Jesus, when they, they will call on Jesus in you when they're in trouble, when they've exhausted all hope and being able to solve whatever dilemma or situation that they're in. They will call you. And so that having been the case, I stayed there for another couple, three months, and I came back, and we started rocking and rolling. I started seeing stuff happening at that point. And I saw one thing I saw was the providential protection and provision of God himself. God was in the middle of this. Because a lot of times when you get in a bad circumstance, you think God left you. God ain't left you. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But you you get into the woe is me, boo hoo, boo hoo, hoo, hoo. God don't love me no more. Yeah, he love you. He love you enough to let you stay there until he can change you into something to express image of Jesus Christ so he can use you. He wanted to use you to reach all these other people. Now, that's the apostle talking. Okay. And so in, in, in 1994, I came out. Came off the street. Now, I was still a minister and had went through ministry changes at different churches and what have you. And at one point, I was disconnected from the church. But I remember Crenshaw Christian Center had a, they had a men's fellowship. And they had all these different, so how did God get you off, man? You ain't had no money. You had nowhere to live. How'd you get off the street? Okay. And there was a young, uh, a, a young man. We was at the men's fellowship, and they had these breakout rooms. You know, you go to you go to business seminars and stuff. They got they gonna have the main, and then they gonna have a breakout room. 
where, okay, if you want to learn this, I'm coming. You want to do this, you want to come over here. You want to do that, come over here. You want to do this. And so I went to this one room, and I forget what they was even mentioned on. It wasn't important. But I got in the line, and they was letting people in about five or six at a time because the room wasn't great big. It was seated about 150 to 200 people, and it was an auxiliary room in the church. And Dr. Price had taken over um, – uh, Pepperdine University there at 79th in Vermont and so they had all these different rooms and stuff and when we got up to the room the man set a sign up there room full can't, no one else will be admitted and I was like what I done came over here with my homeless self and I done stood in this line I done went to the main meeting and heard the, Dr. Price preach these good messages and everything and, and I know where God was leading me to go to the breakout this breakout room and now you gonna tell me I can't get in huffing and puffing and this guy was behind me and the man came out and set the sign up room full find another one okay you ain't getting in today we had capacity and I, when he set the sign up, it was like a little sign that you stand up. It had little little spreaders on the bottom. And I spoke to the sign. I said, in the name of Jesus, I speak to this seminar. It's going to open up. And I command you to come back and get that sign and seat me right now. So the guy behind me, he laughing. Who you think you is? You think you think I gonna do that for you, 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 you? I said, watch. About three minutes later, he came out. He grabbed the sign. He said, we got room for five more. Now I was number two or three in that line. And he was right behind me, so he got in. We went to the seminar, we came out. He said, man, how did you do that? Duh, you sitting over here, Dr. Great Apostle of Faith's Church, and you can't figure out how, you don't know how to use faith? You must be the dumbest man on the face of the earth. That's what I was thinking. I didn't say that. And uh, he said, come on, let me take you to lunch. I was like, just exactly what I am. Because at this seminar, they wasn't serving no food, and I was sure hungry. And he just beyond me. He was just, his mouth was open. We talking. And he found out I was homeless, and he said, listen, why don't you come live with me? I was like, What? I said, where you live at? And he lived on, uh, what street was that? You recall? Victoria. Wasn't Victor, that's for sure. I think it was Victoria somewhere. Victoria, uh, one of them streets over there. But anyway, I went over there and he had a single, a one bedroom. And I slept on the couch. And he was start raving mad. He was driving me crazy. I was, I was, I had more peace in my car by myself because this man was yibdy 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 yibdy, twenty four hours. And I found out he was crazy. He had lost his job for, for, for touching up the girls, uh, squeezing the girls' uh, private parts and breasts and bum bums and all that on his job. And he had been that they had a case against. Him. They fired him and and. Found out that he was stark raving mad, and I prayed for him. But out of that, God eventually gave my own place. I, I had a friend who was in ministry, and uh, at that point, I was—I actually had became an associate pastor at a um, at a church. As I progressed from that point, and I stayed with him. I don't know, I was too long, six months or something like that. And I was an elder at the church, had been ordained, and. I was working with a uh, friend girl, and the, I prophesied to her. The prophet in me came alive and said, listen, you got to go. You're going to have to go to Mexico. 
you got to go to Mexico and you got to live. Okay, you're going to have to serve down there. And she had a little single apartment. And somehow the, the rent was paid for a period of time. And she got permission from her landlord for me to assume the lease. And I didn't have no credit, no money, no nothing. He didn't take nothing on me. And I, you know that's supernatural. So I went from in less than a year from, from being homeless to having my own single apartment. And I'll never forget, I lived in that apartment. What time? Oh, oh, Lord. I lived in that apartment for a next couple of months, and the, the rent ran out. And then my next show, I'm going to explain to show you the, the supernatural providence of God right now. Come visit us at 9815 South Vermont Avenue. That's the Do-Right Christian Church every Saturday morning at 930 Pacific Standard Time. We're on YouTube, 9.30 Pacific Standard Time, if you can't come in person. But we hope you do. We love you with the love of the Lord. Send us a donation to Ward International, P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California, 90308. Make the checks payable to Ward International. You can go to G-A-M-N, G-A-M-N. Dot life, G-A-M-N dot life, and there and, and hit the donation button and we can take we'll take that million dollars off your hand right now. Thank you. I heard a testimony to another preacher. People give him a million bucks there. Or you can call me at 424-261-3208. We want to lead you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Call us and let's make an appointment. Let's get that done.